Oh, they've got a class on how to write jokes. Oh, don't take that. I dropped it after the lesson on setups. The professor is so old. Glad that you're with us this morning. It's the morning show on Backward Radio. We've made it, Matt. Yep. Coming up on today's show, public restrooms are grosser than ever. Weird state facts and a game of church family feud. But before we get into the holidays that we're celebrating today, we have another special guest. What? Which I ruined the surprise of yesterday. You did. But if you didn't hear it, Mo, do you want to introduce our guest? Our guest. It's our longtime friend, true Texan, former pastor, former pastor, my biggest what what rival on back row, bald by his choice, not by nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is it uh, is it really a rival if you've never beat me? That's why it's a rivalry. It's true. It's not really a rivalry. No, it's just... It's just a... Uh, bad. A beat, a beat down. <laughs> yeah. Not even, when he got where it wasn't even fun anymore. It's like you're <laughs> you're the team that he always plays at homecoming, so he'll definitely win. Yeah, yeah. L- little sisters of the poor. Yeah, yeah. I have not missed you. Welcome back, Kevin. <laughs> okay, you, you Kevin Wilborn. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he, um, he hasn't been on the, the show at all since the 50th episode of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Where we debated drinking. Was we that actually, the last one I was on? That was the last yeah. one you oh, were okay. on. That was the one where I tried, Mo, to get you to win that game. I still and lost. take that title from him, but he just had to surrender the title and walk away. Rode off into the un, sunset. Un, undefeated. Mm. <laughs> it's beautiful. And that was the end of a trilogy of battles y'all had for the title. It was. And you lost every single one of them. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. She's the Buffalo Bills of the back row. <laughs> <laughs> Am I, or am I the Dallas Cowboys? Well, they won five Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah, a lifetime ago. Yeah, I remember three of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, before we get into anything else, it is September thirteenth, which means we got some holidays to celebrate. In that holidays, right, we do. I'm glad that it's not Friday the thirteenth. It's just Thursday, Thursday the thirteenth. Today is International Chocolate Day. Mm, not you, just American Chocolate Day. It's mm. international. That's worldwide, y'all. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Belgian chocolates. That's the only other chocolate I know. Well, they have Mexican chocolate. <laughs> oh, there is oh. Mexican chocolate. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yep. It's Get spicy. you some chocolate. Is it spicy? I... It can be. I've had chili powder and chocolate before. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. They even have a Snickers right now that's spicy. Really? really? Trying it out. Yeah. 
They have three new Snickers out, and they're, I guess you're voting on keeping one of them. Mm. There's a spicy one, there's a sweet and salty one, and then there's a coffee one, I think. Huh. Yeah. Espresso one. Something Candy like that. companies should not leave that type of decision to the masses, because <laughs> people make terrible choices. The first uh, candy-related voting thing I remember was M&M's yeah. were voting on their new color. Yep. And it was between blue, purple, and like a, like a fuchsia or, mm-hmm. or, some, or something. Yep. I remember. And uh, blue won, and I was like, really? I'll pick the lamest prime color to add to this mix. Do y'all remember the tan M and M's? Yeah, that that's what they replaced. Yeah, that was yeah. brown. When I was a kid, was they were brown, brown tan, tan, yellow, orange, and green. Right. There weren't even red when I was a little kid. I don't think there wasn't even a red one. I don't think so. No, there had to have been because red and yellow have always been the mascots. Really? Yeah. Okay. I went to the M and M store. I I'm just throwing out back there. lies. <laughs> so you don't even know what you're talking about. I don't about, remember Kevin. red. Green Jeez. is still the best. Why? I just like green. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like taste the same. Not not because of the no, perceived I think, aphrodisiac. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> I think that they Gross. really do have different tastes depending on the different colors. <laughs> hey Skittles, though, their green is now lime again. No, it's not again. They just brought back a special. It, is it long lost lime? That's the dumbest thing Skittles ever did. It is. It was the lime worst was the best mistake yeah. ever. Yeah, come on, Skittles. All right, guys. So today is also kids take over the kitchen day. Hey, I'm not letting my kids do it. And I have the oldest kids here. I'm not letting them do it. Somebody's gonna cut off a finger. Make them PB and J. Something that they don't. No, No, she doesn't like PB and J. We learned that this week. She hates PB and J. Are you? I have a good reason for hating PB and (laughs) J. Okay, I need to hear it. I was forced to eat peanut butter and jelly for an entire year when my parents ran away and lived in tents from campground to campground. I told you this story. No, I think I would remember that. When I was like three, my mom and my stepdad. So her exposure to PB&J was intense. I hated peanut butter and jelly. Intense. Good job. (laughs) No, I got it. I'm a... (laughs) No, I'm a dad joke master. I, yeah, I like it. I like it. All right. All right. Today's also National Peanut Day. All right. Good stuff. What's yeah. your favorite kind of peanut? I used to like the Spanish peanuts, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I can hardly find them anymore. There are different kinds of peanuts. You ever put peanuts in a Coca Cola? Yes. I've heard so. peanuts and Pepsi is the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's a southern thing. Chris did it that. Chris did that thing, one yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. At CR. You got it. I'm like. Yeah, okay. Peanuts and Pepsi. That's a good snack. And then he poured the peanuts in the Pepsi. And what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I got it. Yep. Today is also Positive Thinking Day. Mm -hmm. No, we're not going to do any of that. (laughs) (laughs) What fun is that? Yeah. That's no fun. I like this last one, though. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Bald is Beautiful Day. Yes. That's right. Amen, brother. Amen. Preach it. Yep. My knees are bald. What? Well, that's the only thing that's bald. Okay. Jeez. So, currently, <laughs> I found something strange. Is that if you shave your head versus if you are actually bald on the top, but you let your hair grow out on the sides. Uh-huh. When you have more hair like that, you look balder. Because you look genuinely bald. As opposed to shaving your head like Kevin does, or okay. like I normally do. Yeah. It looks like a choice, and therefore people don't automatically yeah. assume... 
you know, they'll assume skinhead. They'll assume you're a Nazi. Sure. Yeah, I get it every day. But they don't assume assume that guy's actually bald. But there's no guessing with me. Yeah, you got the the current thing. You got the the horseshoe. Yeah. The fryer. I got that horseshoe (laughs) thing going on. So I just don't have time to shave my head every day now. Yeah. That's fun. I like Uh, it. But you know what? Yeah, I'm happy. It really is. Okay, you know what, though? I think, and and biologists that listen to Back Road Radio have to fact-check me on this, and just almost anything I say needs to be fact-checked, but (laughs) um, if you're bald, one of the reasons is you have, uh, your body produces more testosterone. So if you're bald, you're manlier than the rest of the the bozos out there. Take that. Yeah. You just called my husband a bozo. Well, I'd say it to his face. (laughs) (laughs) You are so rude. I'll kick him on his gimp ankle. <laughs> My goodness. I told Matt last night I'm going to be salty on the, on the radio show. It's because he's had to sleep on a sofa sleeper for the past two nights. So yeah. he's all. Look at that. Thanks for the hospitality. Right. Hey, <laughs> hey, your wife made you sleep on that sofa sleeper. You could have had the air mattress. <laughs> oh, so he's saying he's got some frustration he's ready to let out today. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, what have you been up to since you. Uh, Failed in your first job as a pastor oh, and had to be and had to be sent sent out to Texas, Texas. Uh, to avoid the shame. Man, no. <laughs> what have I been up to? Like in 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 general? Well, I mean, you you actually really are in your second pastorate, right? Yeah, right now. Yeah. So what uh, what what have you learned? I guess is what I want to know between your first pastorate and your second pastorate. What lessons did you take from Highland um, onto friendship? Because he did, I mean, he didn't fail as a yeah, pastor yeah, at our no, church. No, it was his first pastorate. And yeah, I would say God uh, moved him to another church a couple years later. Yeah, I would say that uh, certainly almost any pastor I know is their own worst critic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you can really maybe everybody's their own worst critic. Well, I mean, um, you have Mo and I though, and yeah, we're close. But I don't really. <laughs> I don't really take what y'all say very seriously. So. Who does? No, but what have I, I, I don't know. What have I learned? I, see, if you would prep me with this, I would have had a great spiritual answer. I didn't want that. Um, you know, certainly I did learn. I've, you know, I grew up in one church. I was part of that church for 33 years. Yeah. And you come to a different church that really is uh, administered wildly different than what you're used to. It's just different. Yeah. You know, and then uh, now in Weatherford uh, at Friendship, uh, it's kind of a combination of the two. So I'm not uh, brand new at much anymore. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, so literally the first business meeting at a church I ever attended, I was running it. Because oh, we yeah. didn't do them growing up. Right. You know, and not that we ever had a bad experience here with, with any. but um, So I, I had to learn a lot of the administrative side. You know, preaching is preaching. You know, going to visit hospitals is about the same. Uh, so I, I don't know if I could land on one or two things that I specifically learned but I could guarantee you that there's a lot of things uh, that I did learn. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people who aren't the pastor don't really think about as yeah. part of the pastor's job is yeah. there's a lot of background administrative yeah. stuff that you have to do. It's yeah. not just preaching and visiting people and yeah. praying for the odd person here and there. Yeah. I mean, it's there's a whole lot behind yeah. a, a senior pastor role. I can't, I can't remember if it was Matt Chandler, if he said this or if he just retweeted it uh, the other day. Uh, but you know you're you're supposed to be uh, like Instagram quotable. You're supposed to be super business savvy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he lists about five or six other things that that everybody expects you to be, mm-hmm. which isn't really fair, right? Uh, <laughs> and also, I would even challenge: uh, is it that even remotely the biblical qualifications of a pastor? 
because that's not in there. Yeah, there's too much of a celebrity pastor culture that we have now yeah. is where we're expecting. Who, who'd you take in the first round of the celebrity, celebrity pastor? John Chris yeah. celebrity, yeah. yeah. Who'd, you, who'd you go with? Uh, of course, Joel Osteen. Yeah, he's always, yeah. <laughs> he's got, books and airports. He's got the books in all the airports. He's got the highest numbers. His yeah. church used yeah. to be Compact Stadium, guys. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was where the Rockets used to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's pretty good. Kevin, have you had any pick. have you had any flub ups since being at Friendship that have been replayed and held over your head <laughs> for years? Hey, let's pause and play that right here. <laughs> He's also telling the Corinthians at this in the Greek languages very deeper and uh, paints a better picture than our English language does. The Greek languages very deeper and very deeper. All right, we're back. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, Very deeper. They uh, they do record my sermons, uh, which I know the masses listen to every every week. I do every but, week. Um, they don't they don't have anybody as uh, the people that that record it are not as inter- internet savvy and oh. social media e as Matt is so. <laughs> No, I've cer- certainly have misspoken, uh, but but it's not being held over your head. No, well, I think but they know about very deeper. Do they really? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially the teenager. <laughs> well, it's mainly it's mainly because you got Ray Green, Ray Green, our friend not, who brings yeah. it up. Yeah, in let it go, Everything Ray. you ever post. Yeah, everything. I love Ray. Man, let it go, Ray. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can post. I'm loving this pumpkin spice latte. Is, all, is it a very it deeper very flavor? Deeper. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I don't drink pumpkin spice Whatever. lattes. But... You got a PSL shirt on right now. Yep. He asked me to make it this morning before <laughs> I left. Pro soccer league. What, I, just, I really just checked my shirt. <laughs> what like, what, what am I wearing? Uh, well, Kevin, we are glad you're going to join us for the show today. Uh, it is Throwback Thursday. We actually picked this day because this is one of Kevin's favorite oh, yeah. bangs on oh, Back yeah. Row Radio. So all morning long, we are playing some of the classic Christian music from 95 to 05 uh, from all different genres. So enjoy that when we come back. Don't tase me, bro. Stick around. back to the Back Row Morning Show. We're glad that you're with us. It's me and Mo here in the studio with our special guest, Kevin. Hey. Uh, school resource officer in Ohio is on unpaid leave after officials said she activated a taser to wake a student who had fallen asleep in class. Wow. The student wouldn't wake up for his teacher or the school's interim principal, so the resource officer turned on the taser a few free feet from the high school junior. Uh, the probes were not deployed, and the taser never came in contact with the student, but the combination of the taser's noise and the classroom commotion did finally rouse him from his sleep. <laughs> um, I can see why this person got in trouble, even though they never actually put the child in danger. Yeah. Just the remote possibility that something could have gone wrong. Yeah. Uh, I remember growing up, I went to a Catholic school, 
and we had a very small class in third grade and there was one kid that would not stop getting out of his desk it was one of those chair and desk combination things the l shape yeah which is always favors right handers right weak <laughs> it has yeah uh, but he he would not stop like he just kept getting up he couldn't stop himself from getting up and wandering around the classroom so she put him in there and put one single strip of duct tape on the other side and said, if you break that piece of duct tape, mm-hmm. I'm going to send you to the principal's office. Mm-hmm. Now, again, this was a single piece of duct tape that he could easily have just stepped out of. Mm-hmm. But there was the far remote possibility that there would have been an emergency, a fire or something, and he wouldn't have been able to get out of his desk. Oh. And so that our teacher also got put on suspension. Whoa, <laughs> man. Just no for like way. a week because a teacher or the mother made us think about it. But Wow. I mean, yeah, you got to be really careful with uh, unsanctioned methods of disciplining or whatever your students. Yeah, I think I've always said that if I wasn't in the full-time ministry, I would probably be a high school teacher and coach. But now just reading things like this, I would get fired. (laughs) I'd be fired day one. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't (laughs) hurt anybody. I wouldn't, you know, tell inappropriate (laughs) jokes or, or, or... cuss at the kids or anything but taping a kid in the desk is good clean fun if you're so, if there's an emergency i'm gonna cut the kid out of the desk right, before i, will, I bail I, will, right. I mean i'm not gonna walk out and leave him there and if, I, I don't think that you'd cuss at a kid and no, i don't I think you'd do any of the inappropriate you know relationship or anything but i i i think that you might would endanger a child or two <laughs> You might if would. they're jumping on on bouncy houses and acting a fool. Well, if they're acting a fool, I mean, <laughs> they gotta come. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. there's picture yeah. proof of it floating around. But you're, and, well, that's true. But you're, hopefully, you're not gonna have bouncy houses at a high might. school. Because if I was an elementary school teacher, oh, I would absolutely get fired. <laughs> but and I lo- I really do. I love kids, man. But goodness, you gotta be smart. Twenty of them. Yeah, <laughs> my brain and their brains don't work the same. I feel like the resource officer was completely in the right. Oh. Okay. (laughs) I do. She was given that taser to use. (laughs) (laughs) And it's at her discretion whether she uses it or not. Yeah. She didn't hurt the kid. Yeah. (laughs) She just shocked him. Get up. Not even like like, literal shock. Right. yeah, Audio, audio shock. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah, just a hey, this could have happened. Yeah, to I, I get why she got in trouble. Is yeah. it? A, did it say she? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I see why she got in trouble, but at the same time, had I been the principal or the superintendent, whoever placed her on leave, it would have been like, hey, I got to do this for appearances' <laughs> sake. You didn't hurt the kid. The kid was never in danger, but you can't be. Right. Yeah, unless somebody's in imminent danger. <laughs> so I fell asleep in seventh grade in class one time. Yeah. How much time do we have in this segment? Go for it. Okay. Um, this is back. We talked about the Cowboys in the Super Bowl earlier. Mm-hmm. This was back in the day. Uh, the Cowboys actually had played in the Super Bowl the day before. But we did not skip church on Super Bowl Sunday. That was not going to happen. Even the Cowboys weren't. So I had the VCR tape. VHS tape, the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I didn't start watching it until like 8 o'clock that Sunday night after church, you know, when the Cowboys, I think it was the uh, second year they played the Bills in a row and and beat them. um, So anyway, stayed up late, uh, got in the class, 
And I had to wear a tie to school that day because our basketball team would wear a tie on game days to class. Mm-hmm. And uh, first or second period, I flat out fell asleep. <laughs> I mean, and that was not my nature. You know, I was a rule follower and a pretty good student and all that, but I fell smooth asleep. I was so out that I fell out of my desk and did not come to immediately when I hit the ground. <laughs> and so I wake up with my seventh grade science teacher looking over me. Yeah, I, I don't think she ever slapped me to rouse me, but I think she was about to. And uh, so I go to the nurse and uh, they're like, man, we got to check you out. Did you pass out? And then, of course, a rumor was going around that my tie was too tight, so it like chokes me <laughs> out. And, and I, I just was like, guys, I really think I just fell, up too late. Fell, <laughs> fell asleep. And they didn't really buy that, you know. But, right. Uh, of course, that was the story. This was before social media, so that was the story for a couple of days at P.E. Wallace right. Junior High in Mount Pleasant, and it faded away. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it was very embarrassing, but I didn't get tased. I. You did get tased? I support the resource officer. I'm, um, I just yeah, want to it, say it, it one more it, time. It, it was probably not the absolute correct move, but I have a hard time being super angry about right, it. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, in 10th grade, someone fell asleep in my history class, and our teacher did the whole classic, all right, everybody, tiptoe out of here, mm-hmm. get your stuff, we're going to go to the hallway. And turn off the lights and make him think that we just left him here. And so we did just that. Yep. And we sit there and we all were looking in the window and he knocked on the door to rouse him up. And that kid was freaking out. The rapture. That he missed the bus, missed everything. Yeah. He's running. He comes running out and we all start laughing. <laughs> That's the way to handle a sleeping kid, folks. I was always too afraid to fall asleep in school. I... I... <laughs> I poop when I sleep. Oh, Oh my goodness. And with that, it's Throwback Thursday. We're playing classic Christian hits. We'll be back at the top of the hour with more of the Backroom Morning Show. Up next, Mo and Kevin battle it out just like old times. Stick around. to the Back Row Morning Show. It is our second hour here on Thursday. Me and Mo in the studio with our special guest, Kevin. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Former pastor. Current mm, kind of friend on the internet. Church League softball. To. Third place finisher this year. <laughs> <laughs> never go, never missed a grounder all season. It's true. <laughs> all right. One of the things that our longtime listeners from the podcast era will recall is that Mo and Kevin had a massive rivalry when it came to our game challenges. In that, Mo is the underdog that has never overcome <laughs> the rivalry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> three times they faced off for the title, and three times Mo was not victorious. We only. Played it for the title three times. Yeah, it feels yeah. like so much more. Than but we y'all played, y'all, y'all played, head y'all played head to head yeah. a few times, and you even beat him on something when it was multiple people. You beat multiple people. On oh something. yeah, I phoned it in that day. But I remember. But whenever it's yeah. been head to head, and always when it's been for the title, you've always lost. 
Right when it counts. Yeah, I'm that not, was your whole thing. When it counts, you you can't win. Yeah. yeah. I'm Allen Iverson, man. I don't worry about practice. <laughs> so we are gonna play a game You're so of so conceited. Church family feud. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is this for any kind of title? No. no. Right now, our title is being held by Tyler Kelly, and we have okay. yet to get him on the show to take it from. See, him. that's another thing. Okay, I've listened to almost all the podcasts and uh-huh. a lot of the morning shows since y'all yeah. started it. And all these people now that have the belt, they always duck out. You can't yeah. get them back on the They're show. They're gone forever. When I had the belt, I would have been there every time. I defended every week. Uh, no. They <laughs> just don't. They don't make them like you anymore, Kevin. I was like a you. different caliber of champion. <laughs> you were a fighting champion. That's right. You were the AJ Styles of uh, the okay. Batgirl, not the Brock, okay. Le- not the Brock Lesnar, who Did showed Brock- up. He showed up once every. Only oh, his like professional wrestling yeah. career. Brock Lesnar <laughs> walked through that door right now. We would all be terrified. We'd be dead just from him walking in. We'd be yeah. dead. We. I don't think he could fit in this room with us right now. <laughs> Matt shot Bork a quick laser. glance at the door <laughs> to make just sure. in case he was coming in. <laughs> We'd be. Uh. All right, we're gonna play a game of Church Family Feud. We got five questions here that we've polled. One hundred of our listeners. Top three answers are on the board, so it's five face-offs. I'm going to read the question. Whoever says "ding" first gets oh, to gosh. answer. <laughs> and uh, the top answer, of course, if you if you guess the top answer, you win the point for that round. If you guess the second or third answer or nothing on the board, period, your opponent has a chance to top you and take the point. Most points wins. Easy enough. Yep, I beat yes. Kara yesterday. Yeah. Say say ding. Okay. Say ding. Whoever says okay. ding first after I read the question. Remember, I'm I'm loud. She is loud. Yes, so right. you got to be quick. I read Kevin's journal entry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number one. Name a popular 90s Christian rock band. Ding. Kevin. DC Talk. Number one answer. Boom. Good job. Uh, what's the number two? Or number two or three? Uh, what else uh, do we got on the board? Newsboys? Newsboys number three. Audio Adrenaline? No, I think it'll surprise you what the second one was. It's Petra. 90s? Yeah. Early, early 90s, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Early, early 90s and okay. 80s, but yes. Okay. They picked Petra. I was okay. still a baby then. <laughs> How old are you? We are the same age. Can you say that on the radio? <laughs> I'm 33. Okay, I'm four years older than you. Okay. <laughs> well, she's older than me, and I remember these bands. Are you? Is that true? <laughs> By a few months. Oh, okay. I didn't remember that. <laughs> All right, question number two. Name something a 12-year-old boy might sneak into church. Ding! Oh. She has a 12-year-old boy. Go <laughs> Her, his phone. Uh, I will give it to you. It says video game or tablet, uh, but that's essentially the game. same that's yeah. fine. nowadays. Because they're not going to bring their phone in to call somebody. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'll give right. i got to concede that one. All right. What are the other two you think? Candy. Food and candy was number two. The third one. Man, 12-year-old boy. So born in 2006. <laughs> Five. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, six. Yeah. Five or six. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Third one was simply toys. toys. Yeah. A toy. Oh, really? But when they okay. say toy, they mean like Pokemon. Pokemon cards, cards or anything. Oh, okay. Anything you'd find in the toy. I, I mean, I was twelve in nineteen ninety-two, so I don't. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Okay. I was twelve in ninety-eight. Is that how old we were in ninety-eight? Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like it was ninety-eight or ninety-seven. All right. So one and one. All right. Question number three. Name the first section you go to when you visit a Christian bookstore. Ding. Ding. Oh, that was Ooh. Kevin. Yeah, that was Kevin. Ooh. Just first barely. Oh, man. Uh, I, I'm going to say music. 
That's the number one answer. Yeah. That's not what I would go to, but... I know. Nobody <laughs> buys music anymore. No. Not a, yeah, that's why Christian bookstores are dying. I went to... That was uh, their number one moneymaker, and now nobody buys it. I went... Uh, yeah. Physical a, copies. Yeah, at a brick and mortar store. Yeah. yeah. I went to uh, one of them in Fort Worth a few weeks ago to the music section, and it was literally like one little display case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. we had we had a... We had Master's Books and Gifts here. Yeah. That was in a very small shop. Uh, in the Ace Hardware strip mall area thing, and their music section quickly became their most uh, money making mm-hmm. section, to where they outgrew that space. They took over an abandoned, uh, I guess it used to be, a, I think it used to be a Kmart. No, that was Hobby Lobby. It used to be a Furs Grocery. That's what it was, and they built this giant bookstore. And the music section took up like half the store. Mm-hmm. And then like three years later, that music section just started shrinking, yeah. shrinking, 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 shrinking yeah. until they eventually closed. Our first year here, like within like the first six months, yeah. if that, it was they sad. closed. So sad. We, I remember, of course, we're, this is Throwback Thursday. Sure. Right. So this is in my wheelhouse of the Christian music that I really like because I was a teenager when a lot of these were. Yeah. So I remember... We had a little uh, Christian bookstore in downtown Mount Pleasant where I grew up, and Audio Adrenaline's new album, Some Kind of Zombie, was dropping <laughs> that day. And one of my buddies cut class, and we gave him cash, and he went and bought like four or five Everybody's copies copy. of it. So that, that's how times have changed. Yeah. Like he skipped class to drive over there to buy the new Audio <laughs> ACD so nobody else would would buy it before we could get our hands on it. That's a classic album, too, right there. Oh, man, are you kidding me? That was good. Yeah. All righty. Uh, so, two, two for one. Kevin, one for Mo. Yep. Question number four. Besides the first book, name one other book in the Left Behind series. Ding? Kevin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ding? Question mark? Question mark, man. Uh, oh, gosh. Left Behind again? Oh. Oh, my goodness. Do, is it on this bookshelf? No. Um, um, Apollyon? That is a book, but it's not in the top three. Oh, okay. Something about resurrection. No. Nope. Mark? (laughs) Mark of the Beast? The Mark was one of them, but that's not on there either. What's on here is the third, fourth, and... Or the second, third, and fourth books. Never read them. But not in the right order. Okay. No idea. No? No? Nothing? Mm -mm. No point? Mm -mm. Chris would know it. He read all of them. Even more left behind. Yeah. (laughs) Purposely left uh, The uh, top response Judgment was Day. the second book. Oh, that is one. That's not one. Terminator 2 is oh. what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, ne- the, the first response was Tribulation Force. That oh, was the yeah. the second yeah, book. Yeah, I'm, that's familiar. Uh, the second response was the fourth book, Soul Harvest. And our third response was the third book, Nikolai, which is the name oh. of the Antichrist Yeah, I knew character. one of them was the name of the Antichrist yeah. character. You know, Soul Harvest... <laughs> Is also my favorite uh, Finnish metal band. <laughs> Swedish metal bands are big over there. Um, let's see if I can remember all the books. Over there in Weatherford. Have you heard of the Finland cons- conspiracy? Does Finland actually exist? Is there a conspiracy? Yes. That Finland doesn't exist? Yeah. I've not heard okay. of that. Okay. Well, Google it, folks. All right. Uh, let's see. There's Left Behind, Tribulation Force, Nikolai, Soul Harvest, Apollyon's Next, Assassins. The Indwelling, The Mark, Desecration, The Goodness. Remnant, Armageddon, man, Glorious Appearing, and then the prequels, which were The Rising, The Regime, and The Rapture, 
And then the final, final book, which was, I don't remember. Eternity. Dang. I don't remember. This thousand year reign, something or other. I don't remember what the actual book was the called. The Millennium? The, no. The Willennium? I don't know what it was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Willennium. Man, that was a good album. <laughs> that was a really good album. We have one question final, left. Final book. I got to know what the final, final book of the Left Behind series was called. Uh, Kingdom Come. That's oh, what it was called. Kingdom okay. Come. It had a gold cover. Goodness. I remember that now. Okay. <laughs> All right. So still two to one. Uh, hopefully we don't end on a tie. Question number five. Name a silly song from VeggieTales. Ding. Hairbrush song. <laughs> number, number one. Where's yeah! my hairbrush? Uh, like, what are the other two? But the water buffalo song? Water buffalo song was number three. What's the second one? I can't think of a single veggie. You can't think of any of them? You know, The only reason I know the hairbrush song is because, again, like the third audio adrenaline reference today, they did the hairbrush oh, song. Oh, that's right. They did in that Veggie Rocks yeah. album. Yep. Yeah. Well, I had it on, I think it was on the one of the WoW albums. It might have been. I think so. Well, st- it was on one of the WoW albums, yep. yeah. Still to this day, though, I feel like everyone of our generation sings the hairbrush song in the morning as we're getting ready looking for our hairbrush well, you guys don't but it's bald it's beautiful day do. so <laughs> yeah your wives do i'm certain i gotta brush my beard sometimes uh the second song on the list was i love my lips oh yeah knows that entire song she does every word of it Usta. <laughs> all right well as is tradition kevin wins yes. <laughs> <laughs> never a doubt oh man all right mo you got some random facts for us this morning i do that's one thing kevin will never take away from me is my random facts number one <laughs> the world's largest pumpkin weighs more than a sports car in 2016 belgian native matthias ooh, that's yeah will will eminence set a new world record for growing the biggest pumpkin the massive pumpkin weighed in at 2,624.6 pounds. Goodness gracious. That took me a minute. I needed to make sure I was saying that number <laughs> right. So many numbers. How many kilos is that? <laughs> Only we, you would know. It's going to be like 1,400. 13 <laughs> or 1,400. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second random fact. Bulls can't see red. Bulls are generally red, green, colorblind. It's the motion of the swinging fabric that incenses in- them. Incenses mm-hmm. them. Enough to charge. In bullfighting, yeah. Oh, yeah, I get it. So I didn't know that. That would be irritating. I hate when someone shakes a sheet at me. I do too. <laughs> going to a rage. I just want to yeah. gore them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only thing worse is uh, bulls on parade. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback Thursday, I can't help it. <laughs> Pro- hey, is Rage Against the Machine on Back Row Radio? No. Okay, it that's probably be. a good call. It's probably no. a good <laughs> I got Kill Switch Engage. Yeah. 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 Okay. I got them on there. Arms of Sorrow? No, I think My Curse is on there. Oh, yeah. This yep. is My Curse. Da, na, 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 na. I did have a nice that was on. Uh, yeah. That was on Guitar Hero 3. Okay. That's what that was. And that was like the, the hardest song yeah. on the whole game. Yep. 
Or you had a doodle 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 so many here. Yep. Sorry, random facts, Mo. Uh-huh, Mo's y'all are, that was a random fact. Stare. That was yeah. a random fact, man. Invading on my time. <laughs> All right, go for it. The ashes of Frederick Bauer, who created the iconic Pringles can in 1966, found his eternal resting place in a Pringles can when he died in 2008. I remember hearing about that when it happened. Really? Yeah. I'm like, hmm, that's weird, but I guess I get it. Yeah, I get it. That makes yeah. sense. Kind of strange. Yeah. I hope his wife doesn't ever get mix, a hankering mix for Pringles. And <laughs> mix him up in the pantry. Oh, no. In the middle of the night. Sour cleaning lady cleaning lady comes in and goes, oh, this belongs in here. Or <laughs> opens it up. This is trash. They're all dust. And throws it away. How old is this can? <laughs> uh, dumpster. Uh, a group of ladybirds is called a loveliness. Oh, mm-hmm. a loveliness of ladybirds. Mm-hmm. Only ladybird I remember is ladybird from King of the Hill. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> or... Ladybird Johnson. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There you go. Who yep. the dog was, was named after? The dog after. was named yeah. after Ladybird yeah. Johnson. Yep. There you That's go. right. That's right. All right. A survey of one thousand U.S. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> are you, are we done, gentlemen? A survey of one thousand U.S. adults found that forty-two percent of respondents felt guilty for relaxing during their vacation time. I I can see that. Mm-hmm. That's sad. That's a sad commentary on U.S. adults. <laughs> But that's the culture we've created. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I totally get that. Because even even not just like vacation, I feel guilty whenever I have free time. Yeah. Which I really don't have a lot of. Yeah, especially with young children. Between my two jobs, my stay-at-home dad stuff, and the two ministries, and the morning show, the radio station, prep, and all that. Whenever I'm not doing anything, I'm like, I feel like I should be doing something. Which is not good. (laughs) No. It's not. I try to force myself to rest on Mondays as my surrogate Sabbath because there's no way it's going to be Sunday. Yeah. But, you get up here like four in the morning on yeah, Sundays. Yeah. And I'm usually here most of the day. Um, but yeah, it's hard. It's hard to get out of that mindset once you get yourself in it. Well, and that's, yeah, and it's, uh, it, it's become, especially for me and probably ladies too, but like our identity, you know? Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm Kevin. Nice to meet you. What do you do for a living? I mean, it's, it's our, the next follow up question. And right. That's kind of, it is sad. Kind of ignorant, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, working hard is good, obviously, sure. but, but resting is important. Yeah. 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 Rest is definitely important. Yep. Well, let's throw back Thursday. When we come back, we're going to boogie down, so stick around. the back row morning show welcome back uh me and mo are joined by kevin here in the studio commentating with us mm-hmm. if you traveled on route 66 in the western u.s this summer there's a chance you caught a glimpse of a man dancing along in a neon tutu and a headband waving to passerby well that was ben hammond the self-proclaimed planet prancer who has made it his mission to boogie every step 
from California to New York City. Mm. He's raising funds for Anti-Slavery International, a UK-based charity fighting human trafficking around the globe. Hammond began his journey in April after saving enough money to travel from his home to London, uh, or I'm sorry, home in London to the United States and securing lodging with charitable hosts or discount uh, discounted motels. So that's pretty cool. I've always, you know, there's always these kind of walk across America things for this and that or bike across America. Yeah. Uh, my wife actually just participated in a walk across America with her business that was raising awareness for Alzheimer's. Okay. So like each employee or a lot of the employees from this nationwide business each took like a seven mile stretch of road to get from, uh, I want to say Miami or somewhere in Florida mm-hmm. up to St. Louis and then down to uh, Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. Made like a little arch. Yeah. But uh, it was. Did they actually. Just the seven miles was grueling. Did she. Okay. So did they have a seven mile stretch they were responsible for? Or did they time it where like the previous person would almost like hand them the no, no, baton? No, no. They, they, know, they just need to cover those seven miles. Go, so okay. yeah. Daedric had to get up at like 4 a.m. Get on a bus with uh, four other people. And that bus dropped them each off seven miles apart from each other. And they all walked their seven miles, and the bus traveled back and forth between them to make sure that they were okay. And they each had like a walking stick and a can of mace in case they were approached by anybody or an animal. Where was her stretch? Here in uh, New Mexico? Yeah, it was near Fort Sumner, just outside of Fort Sumner. Okay, on Highway yeah. 8460. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. And uh, Billy the Kid. Yeah. <laughs> and they were the uh, driver of the bus, had been doing it every day, and they, you know they're going all the way. Across America, so they're collecting photos of roadkill that they see. Uh huh. So they told everybody, "Hey, uh, if you see roadkill, take a picture get, of it and photo. text it to this number." And uh, the only roadkill Deidre found was the head of a stuffed hippo on the side of the road. What? <laughs> Just the head. I wonder what happened. Man, there. those obviously, plains hippos. There's obviously a story there, <laughs> but we'll never know it. <laughs> but that's really some, neat. So this guy, sad yeah. kid somewhere that's missing the head of its <laughs> hippos are animal. are terrifying. Oh yeah, they will murder and you. they're deadly. Yeah, they'll yeah. they'll kill you. Yeah. They'll kill you dead. Uh, but yeah, this dude's dancing, dancing in a neon tutu and headband all across America. All right, uh, for a really good cause. Sure. Uh, so hey, look for him, guys. Would you ever wear a tutu, gentlemen? I wore a half shirt, a belly shirt. That's not a tutu. Kevin, but I mean, I feel like I would. I think, I think once you're north of uh, 220 pounds, it's a 3-3. Three, three. So, uh, <laughs> they call it a quad. <laughs> That's not original. I, I've always heard that. That's an old joke I've heard. Is that an old joke? Yeah, I, yeah, I heard it years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to take credit, but. Now I'm just imagining a hippo and a tutu. Yeah, man. talking about hippos. Yeah. And tutus. I'm pretty sure I've seen that somewhere. Yeah, that's on a cartoon it's a, it's somewhere. It's on a cartoon. Yeah. Is it Richard Scary? What? Busy Town. Never heard of it. Richard Scary's Busy Town. Is that the worm uh-huh. with the apple car? Yeah. Yeah. What are y'all talking about? I remember watching that when I was a kid. I remember loving that show. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I guess I, I was old enough that. that I'd bypass that program. I don't, I don't, I don't remember know. that. What about? Gosh, I haven't thought about that. What about so Madagascar? The hippo is the hippo. Madagascar. Is she wearing a tutu in there? I don't. I don't know. Oh, uh, Moto the third, Moto. The third one. They're in a circus, so it's possible. I don't think I saw the third one. 
It's a it's like a whole story, man. All all three movies well, tell know. one story. I, li- I like the first two pretty well. Getting back to New York, and yeah. that's how they get back to New York. I like the penguins. We saw the first one on our honeymoon <laughs> because we Ooh. went because we went to Rio Doso for a week, and yeah. they have one theater with two screens, yep. and the two movies showing were Madagascar and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So we saw them both. Oh, Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, I never saw that one. But well, that was a really good one. Man. We saw Mr. Uh, Mrs. Smith. Karen and I watched uh, Hugh Jackman in Van Helsing on our honeymoon. Ooh, okay. But it was one of those things that we we didn't have a ton of money to spend, and we could go do that relatively cheap and yeah. walk to a movie theater. And I think the only other thing on that we even considered was one of the Lord of the Rings movies, which we'd already seen. Uh-huh. I mean, we like Lord of the Rings, but um, Bleh. yeah, wow. <laughs> Are you even a believer? I mean, <laughs> look, I like Narnia. Just do fine. you like Chick Fil A? Of course I do. Okay. I mean, I know you listen to the morning show. You know that we oh, like I heard Chick-fil-A. all the Chick Fil A yeah. songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was I recorded last week saying that I don't even care for Chick Fil A that much? Did you say that? I I don't remember saying that, but I had someone come up to me and say, "What is this business about you not liking Chick Fil A that much?" And it's someone who listens to the morning show. And I looked at him and I said, "I didn't say that." And he said, "No, you definitely said that." And I'm thinking, <laughs> did I? I don't. I mean, I remember you saying you didn't like Tim Hawkins' second Chick Fil A song. All yeah. That. Oh, he has a second one. Yeah. yeah. Not, not the, the Beatles. Tune, no, to the tune of uh, "Proud to Be an American." Yeah. Proud to be an American. Oh, okay. Lee, uh, what's his face? Yeah, yeah. Lee Greenwood. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Man, we know all kinds of Uh, We're running long here. We are going to take (laughs) a break. We'll be back at the top of the hour with more of the Back Row Morning Show. Up next, talk to your kids. Stick around. Here in the studio with Kevin, our special guest, yep, uh, and longtime friend and uh, former pastor, because mm-hmm. uh, he was fired and, he, <laughs> and then he quit uh, pastoring altogether, and now he's a high school coach, yeah, and a history Tays teacher. Days and folks, <laughs> no, folks. none of that's true. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we got 15 conversation starters for tucking your kids into bed from Jane Dobson's Family Talk. We didn't read this. We, we had talked about different ways to ask your kid, how was your day at school, without uh. actually asking that phrase. So this is similar, but this has got some different information. Okay. Uh, if we find some that are too similar, we won't uh, dilly-dally on them and we'll okay. move along. Uh, but of course, the first one is the one that I ask my kid every night, is uh, what was your favorite part of the day? Because um, that's, number one, a great way to see what they love mm-hmm. and where their priorities are. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is... Who did you play or hang out with today at school? Uh, and a lot of these are school here at the beginning. Uh, what was your most favorite part of school today? What didn't you enjoy about school today? Uh, so yeah, those are similar to the ones we already talked about last week. But then we have, uh, what do you want to thank God for tonight? 
What are you laughing about, Mo? Well, Kevin's girls are homeschooled. So uh, I'm thinking like, mm. and we homeschooled the boys for a little while. So I'm just thinking, you know, as from a homeschooler's point of view, what was your most favorite part about school today when you stopped talking, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> My kids, uh, their least favorite part, uh, number four, they're what didn't you enjoy about school today, is uh, sewing their own clothes and cleaning out the 15-passenger van. <laughs> <laughs> They like statement. they like churning the butter though, right? Yeah, and that that's PE. That's oh, that's PE. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that and mowing the lawn. Those are the PE credits you get to take. Uh, what are you most looking forward to tomorrow? Uh, what game, toy, or activity would you most like to do with me tomorrow? And then it has a note that you need to be sure to follow through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really good because um, I often want to think that. Everything that I come up with as a fun activity, they're going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they know what they like as they get older. Uh, number... it is not our job to entertain our children. Mm. Boom. Uh, Let not, me drop not exclusively, the mic. yeah. Right. They are supposed to use their imaginations. That is the only way for a child to truly grow. I'm going to drop but it. But shouldn't we be a part of it? We should be a part that? of it. Yeah. We should encourage it. But I feel like it they is would, not our job I feel like like they as a kid to come learn. up to us and say, I'm bored. Okay, go find something to do. It is not my job to entertain you. It is not my job to give you tasks to have fun. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I just went prepared. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that does not agree. No. I don't disagree. I just there's more to it. I feel, but uh, I think I understand what you're saying, and I yeah. don't. I don't disagree. No, I truly feel like saying. that's why kids do not have the imagination that they had, like when we were kids. Because parents are entertaining them. Parents are too focused on entertaining them and giving them things to do, and. I feel like, like fun things to do. I feel yeah. like the reason like we're not having as much creativity anymore is because of smartphones and devices. Well, yeah. that's one way on. that a parent fills yeah. their time, though. That's one way that a parent entertains their child mm. is by saying, "Well, here, go. Let's play a video game, or go play a video game, well, or let's yeah. sign you up for this sport, and let's sign you up for this and this and this." That's true. Over filling over their time yeah, instead of over just filling their time them. is definitely a thing yeah. that I agree with. That shouldn't be yeah. happening. Uh, yeah. Okay. 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 We had a, uh, this, this is real quick. I know you're trying to move Go on. Go for it. We went out to eat a few weeks ago and it was a, a family or, you know, extended family, uh, 10 or 12 people at the table next to us. And it was only one kid and she was probably three or four years old. And, uh, as soon as they sat down, hand her the tablet, plug in the headphones. Oh. And she watched cartoons the entire time sitting at the table with her family. And, uh, that, uh, that drove me nuts. Yeah, that's really I mean, sad. I keep I kept my opinion to myself, but I mean, that kid's part of your family. Yeah, you know, let him interact. Yeah, no kidding. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I judged him absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Eight. What would you like to talk about tonight? Letting them steer the conversation. Uh, sure, it might make your conversation a lot longer, but <laughs> mm. my kid will talk for days if you let him have oh, the floor. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> My boys are at the age now where it would just make the conversation stop. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Although Topher would talk. Cannon would. No, nothing. 
Okay. Right, so this is something that we kind of talked about earlier in the week, Mo. Uh, did I do anything today to hurt your feelings? Mm. And, uh, you know, be sure, being sure to tell your child that you're sorry, seeking forgiveness, if uh, you actually did hurt them. Uh, it's uh, important to seek forgiveness for the specific offense, uh, especially if it's critical to their emotional safety. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we, we kind of talked about... Um, it's important to show ourselves humble enough to mm-hmm. seek forgiveness if we go overboard or yeah. or whatnot, uh, because it teaches them mm-hmm. to be the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the lesson that Mo taught us <laughs> a couple days ago. Um, <laughs> number ten: Is there anything that scared you today, or that you're afraid of happening? Uh, that's a that's mm-hmm. a good question to kind of feel out. Mm-hmm. what what's going on or has there anything that made you angry today mm-hmm. or when did you feel most alone today all those are kind of give you clues about their mental stability their and, emotional state. and their emotional support yeah, yeah. Um, number three or 13 sorry uh, what was the most difficult thing you had to deal with today homework a rude person or were you disappointed about something and how did you get through it mm. yeah and that's a good teaching moment right mm-hmm. there too uh, 14, share one thing you know now that you didn't know when you woke up this morning. And how did you learn it? I feel like that question would initially always be responded with, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. Or I don't know. Or maybe I don't know. But <laughs> eventually, I think the more you ask this question, the more that they would start to be aware, you know, of what they're learning. Mm-hmm. So they'd have an answer. And lastly, uh, with all the current events happening in the world, what most confuses you? So you, you just—you <laughs> <laughs> weren't asking us that question. <laughs> oh. oh. Kevin felt like he was the child in this situation. He needed to answer. There's a lot going on, man. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> How can you keep up with it all? Yeah. You can't. You um you said it, Matt, but I do want to encourage parents because I can see this like and I could see myself doing this, trying this for a week, maybe a couple nights, and getting the same answer of I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And then just giving up. But we learned earlier this week that a habit, apparently, learn, this is something that you'll need to learn, Kevin. Whoa. A habit takes 66 days for it to form. Not 21. Not 21. I've always heard 21. I've always heard 21 also. We had this discussion earlier this week. Um, But it's 66 days for a true habit to form. About eight eight and a half weeks or so. Yep. Yeah. So hmm. if we keep this up with our kids for a couple months, over time are, they too are going to learn and be more prepared at night for an actual answer and yep. not just, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, let's move on. We've got some odd facts about every state, and we're not going to do every state today, but we're going to do the first ten. Uh, so let's uh, dive in to learn some fun things here. Number mm-hmm. one is Alabama. Senator Dixon Hall Lewis was an Alabama Democrat and the heaviest member of Congress 
in history, weighing 500 pounds. Wow. He served eight consecutive terms before dying in 1848. The Senate made a special seat for him and his carriage. Uh, (laughs) His carriage had heavy-duty springs installed. Very fun. Dude. Wow. Big dude. Okay. Roll Todd. I'm not that far away, though. (laughs) Uh, Number two for Alaska. Uh, With unusually long summer days, Alaskan farmers can grow some crazy big produce. In recent years, they've been able to produce a 35-pound broccoli and a 65-pound cantaloupe and a 135-pound cabbage. My goodness. (laughs) My goodness. My goodness. I'd be all about that 65-pound cantaloupe. Mm -hmm. I love me some cantaloupe. Mm -hmm. Y'all can have it. Uh, Arizona. There is a castle built in Arizona near Phoenix by a man named John Gully. What's perplexing about this castle is that he built the entire thing himself over the span of 15 years. Moreover, he abandoned his wife and daughter to do it, and no one knows why. Later, after his death, his wife and daughter were contacted by his lawyer saying that they now owned that castle. And it was the first they had heard from him since his disappearance. Well then... Okay. Crazy. Arkansas. On the last day of 2010, 1,000 blackbirds fell this. out of the sky dead in Bebe, Arkansas. Is that how you say it? Bebe? Bebe? I think it's, I think it's Bebe, yeah. Bebe? Yeah. B-E-E-B-E, Arkansas. Authorities had their theories of why it happened, from high winds to stress-related trauma, but couldn't figure out anything conclusive about why 1,000 blackbirds would just fall out dead. Yeah, I remember wow. that. Uh, California. In 1859, San Francisco was home to the first emperor of the United States, Joshua Norton I, or so he claimed in the Bulletin newspaper. (laughs) The editors published it as a joke. Still, he paraded around the city pretending to be the emperor, and many began to play along, giving him free meals at restaurants and listening to his comical proclamations. He even made his own currency. Well, good for him. (laughs) Worth a shot. Colorado. Denver International Airport had a 32-foot blue Mustang sculpture installed mm-hmm. in 2008. Officially, its name is Blue Mustang, but locals have another name for him, Blucifer. <laughs> Why? Well, first off, it killed its sculptor, Luis Jimenez, after part of it fell off and severed his artery. My With its glowing red eyes and fierce demeanor, many believe it's demon-possessed, and some conspiracy theorists have claimed it's on top of a hidden bunker for the New World yes, Order. Yes, This is a that. big theory. That yeah. The New World Order bunker is under Denver International yep. Airport. <laughs> yep. It's big enough. Mm-hmm. I think it is the biggest it's airport. It's the biggest one yeah. in America, yeah. It's huge. All right, Connecticut, once belonging to a pioneering neurosurgeon, Harvey Cushing, 550 human brains inside of jars were passed on and given to Yale University. A custom-built room in their medical library was made to house the brains. Hmm. Uh, if you hear um, yard work being done and the sound of this uh, radio show, I apologize. Someone is mowing the lawn right outside our window. Moving on. Delaware. A Delaware man's dying wish was for $10,000 to be dropped over the town of Luiz, Delaware from a helicopter. And a year after his death, they made it happen. The money was made up of denominations of $5, 10 20 and $50. It literally rained money. That day in Delaware. All right, this is going to blow your mind. I actually met somebody from Delaware once. Whoa. Yep. What are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> Florida. 
Oh, Florida, we Poor know man. that you are full of weird and crazy things. But in this case, Representative Rich Workman tried to have a 1989 law banning dwarf tossing in bars repealed, saying that it limited employment options for little people. I mean... Yeah, Florida. If that's the job you need to get... Times are tough. To make money, yeah. Times are tough. Florida, the farther north you go, the more south it gets. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly today, Georgia, on New Year's Eve, roughly 4,000 Georgians head out to Tallapoosa to play games, listen to music, eat food, and watch a taxidermied possum named Spencer drop from a building as a countdown for the new year. This possum drop tradition was started in 2000 and has since blown up to be a huge event. Take that, New York. Wow. <laughs> Let's watch the possum drop over in Georgia. I'd go. Georgia. I'd go. Georgia. So that whole dwarf tossing thing, I had to read it a few times to understand what it was. Yeah. And that it's like a recreational yeah. thing, dwarf Literally tossing. throwing a little You person. launch them. But I thought, like... I, like a hammer I, throw. Well, I thought dwarfs get drunk... And they toss them out of the bar, making them leave. Like, oh, no, so you they're trying to repeal it. that they're not allowed to be tossed out of a bar. As like, a game. You have to no. hand walk the dwarfs out of the bar when they're <laughs> drunk. It's like the shot put. Pretty much. Yeah. Or you smart Javelin throw. Yeah. <laughs> With I didn't understand person. how it was limiting their employment <laughs> options. Uh, I get it. So that's why you were silent. I understand now. I don't know if maybe you had a dwarf friend. That you just didn't want to offend by My talking about it. Best friend's sister growing up. Yeah. Was a little person. Little person? Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. She had a, a bone disorder, osteogenesis imperfecta, that made her bones oh. incredibly weak. And so she was wheelchair bound. Really? Uh-huh. And she was a little person. So the her they, bones were weak, but she was also smaller? Mm-hmm. Were they yeah. were they, they didn't grow? Correctly. Oh. So okay. So her being a little person was tied to her bone. Yeah. Just, okay. Yeah. But okay. if she sneezed, if she laughed too hard, she would break ribs frequently. Really? Oh my frequently. goodness. Yeah. That's terrifying. That is scary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that, it is weird. There are so many different reasons that people that uh, little people are the way they are. There's like seven different possibilities of why you are mm-hmm. so and much even shorter than average. Different. Mm-hmm forms of dwarfism yeah it's so strange that there yeah. are so many yeah and there's only really one like gigantism or whatever like that the yeah. opposite yeah <sighs> well we're learning a lot of fun things today <laughs> it's throwback thursday we're playing all the classic hits from 95 to 05 enjoy that when we come back rethink your public bathroom habits stick around us uh it's the final segment of our show today 
Uh, Mo and I are in the studio with Kevin, our special guest. And uh, for our last news bit, washing your hands is one of the easiest ways to stop the spread of germs, right? No, wrong. <laughs> your office hand dryer might actually be spreading fecal bacteria onto your hands and throughout your building. Mm. Scientists comparing normal bathroom air to that blasted from hand dryer nozzles have found far more bacterial colonies develop in samples exposed to the latter. The results were published... Uh, few months ago in the journal Applied and Environmental Microbiology. It's my favorite publication. <laughs> I read it every day, yeah. usually in the bathroom. Yeah. Bacteria in bathrooms will come from feces, which can be aerosolized a bit when toilets, especially ones without a lid, are flushed. Uh, Peter Setlow, study author, told Newsweek, the simple movement of lots of people in and out of the bathroom shedding microbes from their skin, he said, adds to the messy picture. Hand dryers suck up bathroom air and spew it out at speed. Oh, man. So, in the brief moments your hands rest below the nozzle, they'll be exposed to far more air than usual and thus far more bacteria. So, in the study, researchers uh, re uh, searched 36 bathrooms at the University of Connecticut School of Medicine for a harmless lab-engineered strain of bacteria called Bacillus uh, subtilis, uh, also labeled PS533. So unlike other types of B. subtilis often found in soil, this strain is only found in laboratory environments. So they knew what they were looking for and they knew it couldn't have come from anywhere else. Mm. The team found PS533 in every bathroom tested. Bacterial spores, Setlow explained, had probably traveled throughout the research building from the lab. And although these particular spores, which can survive for years, are harmless to human health, their vast distribution shows that bacteria had spread through the air of the entire building. So in theory, adding a uh, high-efficiency particulate air filter, a HEPA filter, should stop bacterial particles from spraying over your newly cleaned hands. However, when the team retrofitted some of the dryers with HEPA filters, they only blocked about 75% of bacteria. And although that is a lot, it certainly isn't perfect. So for now, Setlow is sticking to paper towels, encouraging you to do the same. And the University of Connecticut has added paper towels to all 36 of their bathrooms surveyed in the study. Hmm. So in order to save the environment, we're putting ourselves at risk of getting fecal matter all over us. Yeah. What is it? PS533? PS, well, no. PS533 is the thing that they tested to make oh, sure. Oh, okay. But the... Other stuff is, oh, well, it could be a range of Lucilla things. Bacillus subtilis? <laughs> that's what the PS Yeah, that's what the PS is. Yeah. Oh, okay. The other, Jeez, it's, Kevin. It's, they're, just using, they're just using that because they knew that it could only be made in a lab, so it could have only been oh, in that building. Yep. And they were searching for that, which would show that all the other it things had to would be travel that, yeah. the same way could be coming through. Yeah, so. Man. Yuck. Right. What did we learn? I think we learned on the podcast a while back that when you flush the toilet that has no lid, the aerosolized fecal matter can go like six feet mm -hmm. in, in diameter around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So oh, that's why our phones always have fecal matter all over them. Not Because we phone. take them into the bathroom and they get hit even when we put them across the room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the more you know. The more disgusted you are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would have been okay with not knowing that, I guess. Right. I also learned another disgusting thing. Let's hear it. The other day that uh, our faces have thousands of what are called skin mites uh -huh. that come in and out of our pores 
and reproduce on our face. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening right now. Yep. I'm, looking, I'm looking right at your face. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gracious. Let's wrap up today's show with our Bible verse and our thought for the day. Bible verse of the day is 1 Peter 3, 8. Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. And our thought for the day comes from Tim Keller. He reminds us that contemporary people tend to examine the Bible looking for things they can't accept, but Christians should reverse that, allowing the Bible to examine us looking for things God can't accept. Then the sweet grace offered, the beauty of his love, will mean something to you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us this morning, and thank you to Kevin for uh, stopping by as well. Yeah, I enjoyed it. We're here every Monday through Thursday. Well, just me and Mo, not Kevin. Uh, <laughs> starting at 7 a.m. Eastern. He's listening, though, typically. 4 a.m. Pacific uh, with an encore presentation at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits matched together into a podcast for you over on backrowradio.com or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, that's it for us for this week we'll be back next monday but tune in tomorrow morning at the same time for our buddies donnie and jordan with our friday morning show you're my friend and i trust you then tune in saturday for chatter day morning at 9 a.m eastern 6 a.m pacific it's hear no evil with chris and justin a show on pop culture life and faith at 11 a.m eastern 8 a.m pacific it's free play with bubba matt and kate coming from the love thy nerd outreach ministry ministry to the gaming community. And lastly, keep up with the world of Southern Baptists at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific with Not Another Baptist Podcast hosted by Matt and Kyle. Lastly, remember September is National Recovery Month and we're giving away a prize pack of awesomeness on September 27th to one random follower who shares our giveaway post on Facebook or retweets our giveaway tweet on Twitter. And as we mentioned, we've also added this to Instagram. So go to our Instagram page at Back Row Radio. You can find the post there too. Repost it with your Insta repost or whatever app you got or screenshot it. Just make sure that when you post it, you tag at Back Row Radio so we'll see it and you'll get credit for for your sharing. Mo, what's the final word? It's time to send this dude back to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to pause yeah. to figure out what word to call him. Huh? Yeah. Subtilis. Subtilis. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin of country music legend Mel Tillis. <laughs> That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye. Oh.